Hi, I'm Jason Scott, and this is I Love Edmonton Real Estate.com. My guest today is my friend and client, Alyssa Fessick, and Alyssa and I are talking about the various myths. Today is myth two of mortgage brokering. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to see you. Yeah. So we talked about how mortgage brokers like you help people with good credit, sometimes bad credit, all of the credit. And sometimes in between. And sometimes in between. (laughs) So my question for you today is, how do you make a living doing that? Do your clients have to pay you a fee? Not usually. So I would say in 99.5% of the files that I'll do in a year, I'll be paid by the lender. Okay. So lenders, you know, I guess the question is, why do lenders want to work with mortgage brokers? So lenders look to us as a way of generating business. We're basically outsourced lead generation for them. They don't have to pay us salary or pensions or benefits or any of that stuff. But in exchange, they pay us based on the size of the mortgage and the length of the term. Now, if if you're dealing with a quote-unquote good broker, or more specifically, if you're dealing with me, it doesn't matter to me what a lender is being paid. What matters to me is that we're getting the client approved and that the transaction is smooth and and as painless as possible. I'm in this for the long game. So it's, yeah, it's great to be paid today. Again, most of the time I'm paid by the lender based on the size of the mortgage and the length of the term. And so from a client's perspective, I think it creates a situation where my best interest is to make a great situation for them because at the end of the day, I'm building a business and it's, you know, I'm only as good as my last deal. That's makes me think about something. Are there shady mortgage brokers out there? Is there something I should be looking for? Well, that's, that's a difficult question. I mean, in the world of private lending, which is where you would charge a fee to the client. Okay. So these are a private mortgage is when someone cannot qualify for a typical mortgage. And for whatever reason, you know, maybe they owe the government income tax, or maybe they've totally destroyed their credit. Or maybe they're doing a flip on a property and no other lenders want to touch them. That's when clients need private lenders. Now, that's a situation where the broker has to charge a fee because private lenders don't pay us. Okay, so when you say shady, what I think of is, okay, someone who's gouging the client. Now, gouging is a subjective term, right? So just as a broad rule of thumb, if I'm doing a private mortgage for someone, I'll charge a fee of, you know, 1% of the mortgage, or let's say $1,000, right? I've heard of situations where a broker will charge, you know, three, four, five 5%. The lender is also charging a fee. And so you get these incredibly expensive loans. Now, is that gouging? I don't know. It's what will the market bear its business like anything else, right? And if a person's in a situation where they need money and there's a, you know, a service being provided, what is the value of that service? It's a hard question. Are there any red flags that people should look for if they're talking to mortgage brokers? 
Well, I mean, there's, at the end of the day, I guess there are legal and illegal cost of borrowing or interest rates, right? I don't know. I think if you're getting into the high teens in terms of your overall cost of borrowing, right? So let's say the interest rate on the mortgage is 12%, which is not unreasonable for a second mortgage, meaning it's a mortgage behind a first mortgage on the title of the property. So let's say 12% there, a couple of percent for the lender fee and a you know, one to two percent for the broker. Believe it or not, I would say that's reasonable. Beyond that, eh, it's starting to get pricey, in my opinion. Is there like a governing body for mortgage brokers? There is a governing body for mortgage brokers. So there's the Real Estate Council of Alberta. They are the governing body for mortgage brokers, realtors, real estate appraisers, and property managers. And, you know, if someone runs into a really bad experience or they think any of those industry professionals have done something that contravenes our code of conduct, that would be their first stop for making a complaint, et cetera. Very interesting. I actually have a lot of questions about this. Like if I decided to go and hang my shingle and be like, Alyssa Fessick, mortgage broker, can I do that? Only if you're licensed <laughs> and only if you're licensed with a brokerage and, you know, are operating under the parameters of RECA. Occasionally, like RECA will send out newsletters saying, you know, they're basically disciplinary hearing results. It's extremely rare to see someone trying to be a mortgage broker without being licensed. But has it happened? Yes. Do those people get in big trouble? Absolutely. Right. I mean, when you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> uh, you should know what you're doing. Yeah. Mortgages are a big deal. And it's intimidating to talk to someone for the first time about getting one. And so, you know, you want to know that you trust you can trust the person who's going to help you. Yeah. I guess is ultimately yeah. my question. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, to wrap this one up, long story short, no, you can assume that you do not have to pay your mortgage broker unless there's something really quirky about your file and for whatever reason you need a private mortgage. 